right, and welcome back to week number 19 of your weekly buck busting podcast, where we talk about everything and anything hockey. I'm Kyle, surrounded by your normal co-hosts. Woo! Hello! What's up? Hi. All right, Hi. a very crazy, crazy week going on, you know, playoffs starting everything. Everybody knows that, obviously. Uh, you know, some teams are surprisingly doing better than we thought they would. Some teams are right about where we thought they'd be, and some are not doing as well as we thought they'd be. Right. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I think one of the biggest things we got to go to first is the uh, just the suspension that happened earlier today, oh. or was it yesterday? Yes. Nazem Kadri. Nazem Kadri that being suspended was for eight this, games. That was this morning. It this came morning. out. Was it this morning? It came out this it morning. Out. It, was, yeah. it was in last night's game. Yeah, last night's game. Confirmed this morning. He'll be suspended for eight games due to his hit on who was it? Justin Falk. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Justin Falk. Yeah. Yeah. Eight games. So yeah, potentially for the rest of the playoffs, depending on how far Colorado goes into it. I feel like they have the potential to make it far, but I don't know. It's really kind of, I guess it's going to be kind of tough, but they still have a powerhouse in Mr. Nate McKinnon. So yeah, without a doubt. And can't forget Philip Grubauer as well in that. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's, uh, let's jump into the series, see what our thoughts and opinions are. Obviously starting with the North, uh, that's actually do with the, uh, Edmonton Winnipeg with Winnipeg currently going up uh, up to nothing going into their home stands here in games three and four. So, oh, outtakes. Yeah, so. Outtakes. Oh, and those, those that first game man, was insane. Yeah. And with McDavid not even getting a point. In that like that's that's what I said last week. I said this series will all depend on whether or not McDavid can continue continue to perform that the way he has been the whole entire season. In yeah. the first two games, he is. I think he had a point I in think game he had a two. Point, yeah. But game one, he failed. Said him and Dry said, "Oh, they kind of lost that connection in game one." And mm-hmm. that's exactly what I said. It's going to take one game for them to lose that. And Winnipeg's going to capitalize and take a win. Exactly what happened. The thing that scares me about Winnipeg is Oilers. Is Edmonton is such a strong team that the Jets are just here and they're like, "We're ready." Yeah, they came. They're, they came, no, they came they, to play. They yeah, yeah, they. This has definitely been a really kind of a breakout year for them. I do believe. Um, you know they've been really pulling out a lot of stops and just going. They they've been absolutely firewalling this season, and it's insane to watch them play. Oh, for sure. And not only are they up two games to nothing, they're up two games to nothing, going to Winnipeg for two games. So I mean, I know up north, I don't know if the Winnipeg's allowing fans or how many teams up north are allowing fans. There's only one confirmed team to have. I believe it's Montreal, and that's Montreal, yeah. but that's not to game six of that series. Which if it goes to six, that is. yeah. Yeah, but so we'll, we'll see. It. Crazy man. I mean, home ice. I mean, it might still matter. They're just gonna be in that mindset. Hey, this is our arena. We mm. know how this place rocks. So they're they're gonna be ready to fight and put, potentially take a sweep away. I mean, that's honestly kind of how the Penguins Islanders game is, because I thought I thought for sure if Penguins were gonna lose game one and two, if they were losing Long Island, because that's kind of what happened last year. Same scenario last year. Yeah. Yeah. They lost, lost the first two in Pittsburgh. I believe they, we lost game one and one game two, and then lost games three and four in in Long Island. <clears throat> Or what last year wasn't in Long Island. Last it, year was the Montreal series. Oh, okay. two years ago is when we got was, swept. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, I mean, we after that game one loss, I'm like, we need this game to win in order to have enough confidence to jump into game three. And then mm-hmm. we ended up taking game two. Struggled game three. That was an amazing game three, man. I mean, fights everywhere. You know, brawls were. <laughs> Multiple brawls broke out, but Pittsburgh b- just barely squeaked out a win. Came out on top five. To it four. will still never be no New York Ranger line brawl. <laughs> oh, the first, that was crazy. 
yeah. Then yeah, game four. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Game four was just earlier this afternoon. Tristan Jari did not look the greatest. Looked like absolute dog shit. Couldn't have stopped the beach ball if he tried today. Um, <laughs> Islanders came out on top four to one. I think Penguins didn't get their Ooh. goal until about three minutes left of the game. Zach Eston Reese. Shorty. Shorthanded goal. Yeah. So currently Pittsburgh Islanders are tied at two. Yeah. That's going back to Pittsburgh. So yeah. yeah. All right. I mean, game five in Pittsburgh, that's going to be a one loud arena, even if it's so, yeah. half capacity. We were all at a game, what? It was, it, we were, when did last year? It was like two, like two weeks or a month before COVID last year. Yeah. And there, it was like the same it was, thing. It was, it was a regular was, season game. And it there was, was like 15,000 fans, or not, not even roaring. full building, and I could hardly hear myself think. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. insane. <laughs> all right. Now that we covered two series, let's actually uh, jump back north and do the other north, uh, north matchup. Uh, the number one Toronto versus Canadians. Obviously, Montreal up one nothing now with uh, their game two being played as we record. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I actually, as figured, I figured at least Montreal would get the w- at least one in this series. I mean, you, I, you can't forget the uh, the John Tavares injury last night, man. It's, that's a night. big, it's big, he big got loss for Toronto. Up last night. See, he's out for at least two weeks, I believe they said. Yeah. Not only with a concussion and uh, like a sprained leg. Oh, yeah, dude. I don't know if it was or like fractured, but it was like two injuries at once. So that's fancying me a little bit more than two weeks. I hate to say it. Tell Toronto yeah, fans, I think but... he might be done. Colmette so, uh, jinxed it. Gave, gave them that jinx for the first at round. At least for the playoffs, I see he's done. <laughs> no, it's not a jinx. It's just a, a matter of fact. It's a joke. Yeah, it's the meme that they can't get out of the first round, and that injury is just going to prove it even further that Who if, knows? They, if they want to get out of the first round, they are going to have to fight and Austin Matthews is going to have to step up and mm. really, really perform. But well. the question is, do you think he will? Yes, I think yeah, he can. He will. And Austin Matthews has got it. He's, he's that, that, am- a rid- amazing player, ridiculous. I assume then, you know, the same thing with the uh, Leon and Connor mm. duo. It's the him and Mitch duo. How well are they going to mm. perform? You know, with the rest of the if series. Any, if really, and yes, if either out of the two were to I think stand up mm. a little bit more, I'd actually be leaning more towards Mitch Marner. Yeah, but yeah. that's but and that's just for the fact that I absolutely detest Austin Matthews. So, <laughs> like, even his pedal stash, man. <laughs> that dude is just—he's a, he's a great, great player. You can't deny a, that. Oh, fact, I'm not denying that. It's just—is that you used you saying just, before we start going? His attitude on the ice. Is, his attitude on the ice is absolute ass. <laughs> like he is—he's smug. Oh, dude, he's. Yeah. That is probably I couldn't have worded that any better. Smug, like he. I feel like he's the one guy in the league that would, re- besides Tom Wilson, but we had a whole another episode of roasting Tom Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna do that again. Maybe uh, eventually, I'd love to. But. I feel like he's <laughs> like one of the likely. only guys in the league where he can make Brad Marchand look at him and go, "Oh, what a douche." <laughs> <laughs> All, All right, right. Uh, moving on to the other series in the I, I, other series in the East. Yeah, it's gonna be the. Uh, Capitals and Bruins. Bruins are actually up three to one, going back to Washington that, for Game Five. That's, I was expecting just to be at least tied. Yeah, yeah. I was mm-hmm. expecting entire maybe even Washington being up three to one. I, I mean, I, I think I ultimately, I think I believe I did have Boston taking that game or taking that series in seven in my bracket. I, I think I had them taking it in six. I had to, I had them taking it in six. The only way. If I were Boston, I want to, you know, lose. But if they do lose, they go back to Boston for game six. And they yeah. win on home ice in front of a full crowd. 
You know how exhilarating it's, all it's going to take be? is all it's going to take is that one win for Washington to mm-hmm. get the win, get back on their feet, get back uh-huh. in the winning mindset, and boom, they could end up taking six and seven and doing the not the it, reverse sweep, but yeah, I think taking the three games to I take still the series. think Washington's going to get will win the next game. Well, I, 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 I believe so. they will. They will take at least game five. Yeah, maybe even squeak out game six and take game seven back to Boston. But see, it also we'll find out. Washington. Sorry, yeah, take seven back to Washington. But. A lot of it also depends on injuries. You know, we, it's not like we can't predict the future. What if, oh, you know, Obi's getting up there in age, so is Wilson and Oshi. Oh, Wilson's not that old, well, Oshi's Oshi still very young as well. Well, it's one of those things where um, if something were to happen, you know, say Ovi takes a bad shot to the leg or Oshi takes a hard, you know, cross check. And those he, three know, names you mentioned are definitely going to be big losses. But matter of age-wise, Ovechkin is one of the only well, ones you got to worry. You can't forget about Chara a, but, as well. Yeah. Now. Well, you, that and you also... <sighs> As much as they are key players, you also got to look at guys like uh, Dmitry Orlov and mm. guys like that to really be able to step up, like Nick Backstrom as well. Mm-hmm. And you can't consider Washington uh, out of it. Seeing, I'm surprised they've gotten this far that they've made the playoffs with the amount of goalie injuries they had this season. Yeah. Oh, Samsonov yeah. was on and off the IR list. Uh, Vanessic was on and off the IR list. Anderson would back up a couple games. He'd get injured and be back on the like, and he even I think he, he even started or came in for the injured Vanessa. And what was it, game one or game two? Game, game one. one. Game one. Yeah, man, they've been struggling for goalies, and they're 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 fighting and crawling, man. They're they're tough. <clears throat> All right, so let's uh, let's move out to the wild wild west. Uh, let's go with the Colorado St. Louis series, where they're Ooh. Colorado's up three nothing, going to do St. Louis tomorrow. Uh, Tomorrow night, yeah, yeah. So that's gonna be that's gonna be a really tough series. I go as far as saying like one of the toughest series in the league. Uh, well, no, 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 you don't no, think no. so? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not really. I think this take... is the this is the one series I th- I think I had going in five games with Colorado taking it. Really? Yeah, yep. that's the one I had. Every other series, I believe I had going at least six. I might I have, know, I, I, can... I might have also said Carolina going in five. I, can... I don't remember. But... Well, who's leading that series right now? Colorado right. up three to nothing. Okay, yeah. So are they, in Saint, are they in St. Louis or are they in... Louis? Game four will be in St. Louis. Okay. So St. Louis, like, I see them squeaking out a game. Well, yeah. just, just, just to avoid that idea of, hey, Who's, we just got swept. I might be thinking of a different team. Isn't there a big injury with St. Louis? No. Uh, there I was. Tarasenko was out for okay. like 95% of the regular season. He played I, like five or six games of the regular season. Because I, I, for some what reason... What was he out for again? I can't remember that. He had surgery, I think, of some yeah. sort. I can't remember what it was on. But for some reason... He may have been hit. Yeah, might have been. For some reason, I was mixing up St. Louis and Tampa because they're both you know similar player style, similar colors, and I know yeah. a, a Tampa like <laughs> the same colors. <laughs> a Tampa player just another Tampa player just got hurt today, and I was I couldn't remember who went down today. I Kuchy. Didn't Kuchy. Oh, Kuchy went down again. Yeah, I yeah. uh, left me. That's yeah, rough. Oh. that's rough. Another big loss. I mean, they did incredible in the regular season without him. Yeah, so. like like I said, I just kind of had those two teams jumbled up in my mind. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and then the other Western series is uh, the Vegas Golden Knights versus the Minnesota Wild uh, going into Game Four. Uh, currently in Game Four, as we speak, Vegas is up two a uh, two to one series and up one to nothing in the game. Uh, middle of second. Vegas, I I kind of similar to Colorado and of course the current Montreal and Canadian series. Oh, Montreal okay. and Maple Leafs. Yes. <laughs> Montreal, Montreal, Montreal versus the Canadians, Canadians baby. <laughs> yes, um, going game five, game five with Vegas winning it. 
I don't know. I feel like I feel like tonight maybe Minnesota will tie the series. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's it's only midway through the second. It's only one nothing. That was the final score of game one. You know, Vegas played their ass off. Flurry played his ass off that game. And, and just had just it. had one goal just trickle past him and ended up losing in overtime. Um you know, that being the only game Minnesota's taken, they they honestly they looked sloppy in that game. It was all Cam Talbot saving their ass. Mm-hmm. With the way that the series has looked since then, I can I would probably change my prediction to say Vegas is gonna take it in Pi six. Mm-hmm. Um I originally had Minnesota upsetting in seven. But I, I, I can see th- I can see Vegas taking us in six now. I don't know. I think I think Minnesota has it in them to push it to seven. Push oh, they Vegas have it in them seven. without question, yeah. But just the, the way the game two and game three looked, Vegas has obviously proved to be the better team. I, I, I can see Vegas taking it in six now. All right. Uh, last division would be the Central um, with the number one Hurricanes against the Predators, with Carolina being up two to one in series going to Nashville for game four. Yeah, I, I can still. I believe I'm, I. That might have been actually that might might have been the other series where I took Carolina in five as well. I know I took Carolina, but I don't remember if I had five or six. six I think I had them in six. But e- either way, yeah, that game three, the Predators got a lucky overtime win, very lucky overtime win. If I remember how the goal just barely trickled past, I believe it was Reimer. Um, but yeah, it's I can still see see Carolina taking that in either five or six games. Yeah, tough series. Um, and last but not least. The uh, the battle battle yeah the, the battle, battle the battle the battle of the Florida teams with uh, Panthers over the uh, Panthers and the Lightning with the Lightning actually going up four uh, nothing with oh sorry not four nothing three to one uh, with a game five back in I've Miami. I've been waiting till today to talk about game one. Can we talk about that for a minute? Yes. Oh uh, my what god! A, what a back and forth game for sure. Definitely uh, a, definitely might go n- down as the best game of the playoffs. Honestly. Oh, I almost say that without question. That was unbelievable. That game man. was a freaking nail not, not even. I'm not, nothing against Tampa Bay, nothing against Florida. I'm not a big fan of Tampa Bay or Florida. But just as a hockey fan in general, you, you, there's not a single person that was not just getting into that every shot of that game. Yeah, like, oh, we were all sitting here, we were all going crazy for every goal for both teams, and it was hell of a fucking game. Oh my god! It's like you could tell that this the series is gonna be a good one, and the Tampa's up three to one right now. Fact that I wouldn't doubt if Florida can turn around and win the next three, but kind of going off of that game, it was just crazy to see that we had was it three overtimes or four, oh yeah almost four. <laughs> Can't forget what three of the f- or four of the first five games of the playoffs all went to overtime, <laughs> and we said from the beginning, I'm like this is gonna be a long playoffs. <laughs> it's gonna be a very long playoffs. If you imagine. Now, that's another thing you could think about. Just imagine if every game of a playoff series were to go into overtime. I don't want to think about that, man. I don't want to think about that. Extra 20 or 4. Oh. My heart sings. The hockey gods for another OT game. Oh, man. We, chance we could see one right here on the uh, the Toronto-Montreal game. But I don't know. With the way, just watching with Montreal. With the way Montreal. <laughs> Let me start over. The way Toronto is playing right now, I don't see Montreal getting two more goals past. I believe it's, I think Jack Campbell's in it right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's doing good job. Amazing. Good job speaking. Thank no. you, thank you. That was, took took a while. Obviously, <laughs> proud of you. Thank you. All right, something that had just popped up on the uh, the Toronto Montreal game. 
Uh, Jack Campbell is only the second American-born goalie to ever lace him up for Toronto in the playoffs. I mean, hey, Which good that's, for that's him. crazy. Good yeah, for I, him. For as long that's... as Toronto's been around. Yeah. And that's, I found that honestly really hard to believe. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah his original six team. So. Yeah. yeah. Been around since 1917 then, or Holy probably even before shit. that. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. All right, so. And they, they were just saying what? They just flashed it. He's faced 47 shots so far in the series and has only given up three goals. Dude, yeah, dude's, dude's insane, man. Dude's, dude's crazy for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Pricey is has been doing decent. I mean, he only gave up what two or three goals yesterday or the other game, game one. I think, yeah. Since he came back off of injury, injury, he's been doing okay. He's doing pretty well, yeah. Yeah. I hope you all know. I think uh, Shea Weber kind of has his pedal stash. Dude, that is a thick boy right there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well. Moving on to our next topic, um, we should have done this while we were going over the series, but uh, player uh, players to watch both uh, forwards, defensemen, and uh, goaltenders throughout each series. Uh, so Bo was going to read off the the matchups and we're gonna we'll go. start up in the north, Canada. Okay, so uh, yeah. the first I'm going to go Edmonton and Winnipeg, and Winnipeg is currently up two games to none. That's right, yeah. Well, I mean, the... I think the number one showstopper of this series so far has been Connor Hellenbuck. He's looked phenomenal, to say the least. Oh, yeah. In the Uh first two games. You know, Winnipeg had that huge, huge game one win in overtime. And then they won game two again, obviously. And going into it, Edmund, going into Winnipeg with the two game, two game hump up on their bag. That's, that's a, that's that's a lot. That means a lot. So, yeah, there's, this has definitely been. Mm-hmm. The playoffs of stud goaltenders, man. Mm-hmm. So if if McDavid and Drysdale can get their rhythm back, it's over. Yeah. But as long as they are, you know, just off key, they can't. They aren't reading each other as well as they did in the regular season. They're going to continue to struggle, and I can I can honestly see this being a sweep for Winnipeg. Well, I forget who said it. If if it was one of us, or I heard it somewhere where, uh, oh, excuse me, um, that playoff hockey is a lot different than regular season hockey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. So maybe they're just, you know, going into every game with the mindset of we are this much closer to raising Lord Stanley and bringing that cup back home. So maybe that's why they're a little bit off because, you know, both of them are still pretty young and don't have a whole lot of Stanley Cup experience as some of the other guys like uh, like Ovi, like Sid, like... So maybe that's why they're kind of almost seems like it could be read as cracking under pressure a little bit. Yeah, that's I, I kind of had a feeling this was going to happen, although I put Edmonton beating Winnipeg in six. I think I was the only one that had Winnipeg taken. It. it was either you. I, I, was, I think was I was the other one out. Yeah, it took. Winnipeg. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had Winnipeg inside Winnipeg inside. I knew it was you or Ethan. I thought it was one of you Waterford boys. But um, I like you said, they're just kind of cracking under pressure. It's one of those things where no, I don't want to say they're a, not a big playoff team, but when you don't see a team that sees as much much action mm-hmm. as a team like Pittsburgh, Washington, mm-hmm. Boston, it's one Listen, of those. I, I hate to say it, I love Connor McDavid to death, but he is one of those that he seems to only really care about winning. When he wants to win, he wants to win. If Edmonton ends up losing the series, I wouldn't doubt if he ends up being the next one requesting a trade. Yeah. That's he, he just wants, then, he wants to play for a winning team, a team that has potential. I mean, Edmonton is one of those, but, but then, take McDavid out of that lineup. But even if 
they were to get McDavid out of that lineup, do you think without McDavid that Leon Dreisaitl would be able to step up, maybe take that C spot? I think without a doubt they would give it to Dreisaitl. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying that it's without a question, but I'm saying do you think he actually has it in him to step up to that responsibility Mm -hmm. to carry a team I think so. I do, but I don't... Will he perform as well without his buddy on the same line as him? He, he, I don't think he'll perform like at the same caliber as as Connor. He'll, he'll, he'll definitely he'll be almost, close. He'll be close, but not to that that level that McDavid is mm-hmm. on right now. But that and that's just for the fact, and it's gonna sound stupid and cliche, but and that's just simply for the fact that his name isn't Connor McDavid. But we, we haven't seen either one of them play without each other. So honestly, is it Dry Saddle that's making McDavid look really good, or is McDavid the one making Dry Saddle look really good? Yes. That's actually a really good question. It's like, question. if we take McDavid and throw him, say throw him, give, throw him to Toronto with next Austin Matthews, that that probably won't happen. That They wouldn't be able to afford that. No, but just no, no, say no, that no, happened, no, no. Would McDavid still be putting up 100-point seasons every year? You, you, got, you got Matthews, you got to feed the puck to, Marner, Tavares, you got to feed well, the puck to. Well, even going to, like, I shouldn't say smaller teams, but teams who might even A be team able- that has potential... That has had potential the past few years. Well, and look at Say it. Say throw him in on a lineup like Nashville or even Minnesota or something like what that. What about Colorado? Put him next to Nate. Put him next to Nate McKinnon. One, I mean, McKinnon is also a center. What one of those things that you know? <laughs> are they able to afford him under you know salary cap? Salary yeah. cap. Yeah. So as I said, like it's one team that doesn't have a lot of big name players that they are paying big. Like I said, Minnesota, Detroit, Nashville. <laughs> honestly, honestly. He could be the Dude, turnaround you, for him. Can you imagine throwing him next to Dylan Larkin? Or no, I was thinking Jacob Verana. Throwing him, throwing him next to Jacob Verana and ha- say, some ha- have that one-two punch with McDavid and Larkin. Oh, dude! What, Larkin and Bertuzzi on the first line, and then second line being McDavid and Verana. Oh yeah, McDavid do do one A and one B line. Here it is, second line: uh, McDavid, Verana, and Glendening. Man. Oh, dude, the Red Wings would be unstoppable. Yeah, Ethan's giving himself a benthos right now. <laughs> <laughs> His own team, he's getting excited. Oh my hey, god. Hey, is that a hot dog in your pocket or you're just happy with the Detroit Red Wings? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, kind of both. <laughs> no, because I really wasn't happy with the Detroit Red Wings, let's be fair. Right, have you ever been, let's be honest? Yeah, at one point in my childhood. <laughs> childhood. Yeah, last time was uh, 08, right? <laughs> <laughs> you almost punched shit out of his nose. <laughs> that close. <laughs> All right, moving, All right, moving out west. We got oh. what? Who's playing in the west? Um, Colorado's taking on St. Louis. Yes, and Avs are up 3-0. 3-0. Like Obviously... Again, without a question, Nate McKinnon is yeah. an absolute. And Landeskog. Yeah. And Landeskog. Landeskog. Landeskog, yeah. We can't forget about our favorite guy, Kale Marker. <laughs> That's an inside joke. I don't know if that ever ended up getting in the final cut. Um, but, no. yeah, I mean, Kale McCarr's Phil, been playing ridiculous. Well you can't, obviously can't forget I about Philip, se- Philip Grubauer. I actually haven't been following Kale McCarr all that much. He's, he's been doing good. He's doing really well. Like, he's probably top five defenseman in the league right now. Really? Oh, he's insane. Wow. He's insane. Um, like, he didn't. He won the quarter for a reason. Or he got the quarter, right? Or did Quinn Hughes get it last year? Uh, I can't remember. I thought I think Mark McCarr got, got it. I, Vancouver, I got Vancouver, it. Fans, <laughs> Vancouver fans were pissed that Quinn Hughes didn't get it. Well, we looked that up. You guys can keep talking. But yeah, Philip Grubauer, man, that's yeah. been the decision maker of that. He's looked 
insane. Yeah. Better than he has all season, man. Well, He's... I mean, like Ethan said, uh, playoff oh, hockey. Okay, yeah. Cam- is... Camel Car did get the quarter like, last season. Like, going off what Ethan said, the playoff hockey is 10 times more intense than regular hockey or regular season <laughs> hockey. Only being that. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. We lost our train of thought. They, they just flashed something on the screen for the Toronto game. They're the for, fourth longest ti- uh, championship title drought. In United States sports in, in the, history. In the four major sports. U.S. major sports. 52, yeah, yes, because Tr- Toronto's years. totally a U.S. city, Ethan. Oh, fuck. It's in the four, four U.S. major sports, or the four major sports. Four. Obviously being the NBA, the NHL, the MLB, and the NFL. Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs being fourth for a 52-year drought. We all know one nine six seven. Was the last time they won a Stanley Cup. <laughs> well, that I hope that it'll be a fifty three year drought. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I really do think Toronto will do well in the series. I do too. I think they'll at least push it to six. Yeah, yeah as we've been going through different series, Toronto has since made it four to one, mm-hmm. and then game two right now. So. And there's like eight and a half left in the third. So. I, I do remember what I was going to say. Going off what Ethan said, playoff hockey is a lot more intense than regular season hockey without a doubt so like, it's no one of those things where you know every goaltender has locked in their mind they're like i'm raising that cup if i were a goaltender or if i was a demon or a winger or a center first thing would be in my mind was me drinking out of that cup yeah you know? yeah and then well and like you got a lot of studs stud goaltenders in the playoffs now like connor hellebuck um Philip Grubauer. Philip Grubauer, Mark Andre Fleury, Carey Price. Cam Talbot and Fleury. Cam Talbot. Yeah. You, and uh, Andre Vasilevsky. And Tuka as well. Tuka. Tuka. Tuka's been playing very well. Dude, he's been he's killing it. Like, ever since well, he missed the playoffs last year, he's he's, he's got I, that fire on him. He, they, he lit a fire I, under his own ass. I think he's one of the biggest reasons why Boston's up 3 1 in the series. Oh, right yeah. Now. Oh, yeah. Without That's for sure. Yeah. But we'll, we'll, get to, we'll get to that series here in a minute. Move on to the other series in the West. Vegas versus Minnesota. Yeah, Vegas versus Minnesota. Uh, Currently, Vegas is up two games to one. Yeah. Minnesota, they got the lucky game one win in overtime, Mm -hmm. like we said before. But, yeah, key players in that series has been Marc-Andre Fleury. Yeah. And plus, you know, the Vegas Knights, when they got, ever since they got, they all got drafted, they've been unstoppable. Mm-hmm. They just they just hap- they just drafted a powerhouse team. Yeah, they, they, the dream team. Pretty yeah. much the dream yeah. team. Like, the dream I don't think team. anybody predicted them to no. one even one even make the playoffs, let alone make go all the way to the final. Wasn't in their the, that was in their that was their first season. That was the year. Yeah, they they, they, they lost and, and yeah, they, seeing the start that they had within the first like fifteen games, they went through what, six goaltenders? Yeah. Yeah. That was correct me if I'm wrong, that was 18? 2018, the 17 okay. 18 season, okay. correct? Yeah. Wow, that's that, crazy. That, that's that's been the, that long already. Yeah, this is their fourth season already, yeah. Or fifth season. Fifth, fourth. Yeah. Fourth season. Fourth season. Fourth going into fifth. After yep. the cup. At next season starting Current, October. Currently fifth. Yeah. Then will be Seattle's first I'm, season. Dude, I'm super excited. I don't know about you guys, I'm but I'm super I'm excited okay. about Seattle. All right, here's my question for you guys. You think Seattle's going to do as well as Vegas? Are they? Do you think they're going to win? The they're going to be a contender, I think. I don't know. Uh, it, it all depends on the team. It's all, too early to tell. All, be depe- all depending on the team that they decide to take, the players that they decide to draft. Yeah. Oh, and obviously you guys saw that I shared this with the group chat earlier, but uh, for those of you who didn't hear, there are rumors floating around that uh, <laughs> Seattle's currently interviewing Rick Tockett, the former Arizona head coach, Ooh. for Ooh. that head coach position in Seattle. I did see that, yeah. That's... 
I don't really know about him much as a coach or a player. I don't want to coach. But, um, hey, if the glove fits, the glove fits. Yeah, man. If I mean, we yeah. think, like... He, he had he had much much success with Pittsburgh, you know, during their two-cup run. Okay. He did all right in Arizona, but, you know, yeah. Well, Arizona. Yeah. Arizona. Who knows? Maybe he, just, maybe he just needed a fresh team underneath him to yeah. be like, listen, we obviously haven't made a imprint in the league yet, so... Yeah. That's just a shot. He's... Like, a new coach almost reminds me of, like, a rookie or even, like, a fresh goaltender. It's one of those things where they all want to start off. They're like, I want to get that fire under my ass, and I'm going to go, go, go. Yep. And then, you know, two or three seasons in, they might get a win. They might make the third round of the playoffs, and they're like, okay, we did our job. We made our mark. Now we can kind of recuperate. You know, I mean, look at the Penguins. The Penguins, the last, they made playoffs, but after, like, the third season, or the not the third season, the third um you know, third round of the cup playoffs, Penguins kind of lose it out of the third round of the playoffs. And it's and it's one of those things where the next season they get the fire under their ass, they get a couple new players, and they all grind. Yeah, I mean, that's how it's how it's been, our three cups. I mean, the only cup that we played really well the entire season was the 2017. Mm-hmm. Played the entire season, I think we got these, I think we got first in the division that seat that year. might have been second. That um, last time they got first was fourteen fifteen. Was it fourteen fifteen? Okay. So before we won the cup. Before this season. Mm-hmm. Be- be- well, yeah, last be- time before this season, getting first place in the division. But it's in twenty seventeen they played really well the entirety of the season. Both in 09 and twenty sixteen, you had the coaching change mid season and you know, added a couple key players that led us all the way through to the to the promise line and raising the cup. Um it's kinda of, we this season they only really signed one, haven't had a coaching change. And Jeff Carter's been the only addition they've really had all season. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, he's, he's been playing amazing for how old he is. He's done really well. Yeah. Well, um, going back to the whole Vegas thing, Marc-Andre Fleury, do you think he'll keep playing if they just win the cup again this year? Do you think he'll retire under the cup, new cup under no. his belt? No. I, th- I think he he's going he's gonna to keep playing, trying to get more wins and try mm-hmm. to at least slide into the but do you third think, or even maybe in second winning a goal tender of all time. Do you see him... Here's a, I guess I can piggyback. I think I know of, what you're going to ask already. Do you see him doing it with Vegas? I was gonna, or I'll, mm. I'll, similar to what I thought you were going to ask. I was thought you were going to see him go into a new team. Yeah. Do you yeah, see if he continues doing well in this Minnesota series, I see him continuing to get his starting position in in Vegas. It's all, to, it's, been, it's all it's been the past two years with him and Liner, just going back and forth with starting. But then, and, if, and then, and then if he continues to saw and on. Obviously, he's going to keep his job in Vegas, and they're probably going to uh, ship Vegas, Leonard off somewhere. Yeah, Vegas is probably going to be like, okay, see you later. You're not maybe, protected. Dude, maybe he'll go to Seattle. He could yeah, be a, he could be a starter for Seattle without question. Yeah. Um. But obviously, if uh, if Flurry loses his shit, then you know, say goodbye to Flurry. It could be his third team, and but know, then at the same decade. time, you got to look at and. This is really kind of fun. We're kind of going down a rabbit hole a little bit. Uh-oh. Yeah, but, rabbit holes. Well, no, just hear me out. So, like, say Vegas were to get rid of Flurry. Like, Flurry were to shit his pants in this series and make them lose the entire series. And they were to say, send him to Seattle. Ooh. Who do you think in the league right now is capable of filling the shoes of Marc-Andre Flurry in Vegas? Leonard. Well, <laughs> Well, they're... I'm saying moving Laner up to the starting position. Oh, who do you think will be the backup? Will be the, fill up the a, good, a good number two. 
Um, that, I mean, that, I think it depends on you know who they're able to one. Draft I would, I would even say much. somebody like David Reddick. I was gonna say Dubnik. Right now. Devin Dubnik. I, De- I was gonna Dubnik. say De- Devin Dubnik. Yeah, I was gonna say David David Reddick. The only reason Toronto really got him is because of the injuries they've been facing in the goaltending with Craig Anderson or even or, um, somebody Freddie Anderson, their sorry. affiliated team like or Oscar Dansk or whoever their other fans. What if they would even get someone like Matt Murray and get him ripped from Ottawa and just train him to be a like, no, no, <laughs> Matt Murray's, Matt Murray's never gonna be a starter here's, again. Okay, here's the only reason why I say this because he was decent with Pittsburgh. And then he got shit with Ottawa. I think he was just playing with the shooting. No, he team. was shit with for Pittsburgh for the last two years. Um, the only yeah. thing he was good the two cup runs. He was decent in eighteen. Well, what I'm Nine, the, well, last year was when he really I started guess to fall off. What I'm saying is, if he would go with a team like Vegas, he would. I think he would outperform because he has a good team under his belt. No, I, I still don't. I mean, think, I, I don't do. Th- I do think that the team that Ottawa has is really a, a big problem for Matt Murray. But, I mean, you could have just left it off as a big problem, period. <laughs> but I can't really talk smack because Detroit, Detroit fan. <laughs> but, oh man, I don't know. I don't I, just with the way he played this year. I don't know if I can see Matt Murray having a starting position again. No, I don't so think. Maybe, maybe as a backup, but I don't. I still don't. I don't see. I, him, would, I don't. Think I would like to. Vegas. See, I think Robin Lehner and uh, Devin Dubnik would be pretty cool. Yeah, I would like. Yeah, Dubnik or I any mean, like I said, David Riddick. He's currently with Tar- as a backup for Toronto right now because of Freddie Anderson. Or even injury. like uh, going from Detroit and taking Jonathan Bernier. I mean, he's a bit on the older side now, but I mean. Or I'm sorry, uh, John Grice. I'm sorry. Tom, Tom or Tom Grice. Grice. He's also I mess a little bit older. I, but... back the, I mix their names up. All the yeah. Time. yeah. I, mean, I don't Tom, know, man. It'd, it'd be Tom tough. Grice. It'd be, be really tough to see. Uh, all, right. all right. Let's move on to the Central. You got what? Nashville taking on Carolina? Yes. Nashville yeah. and Carolina. Yep, and Carolina's the Canes are up 2-1. 2-1, okay. The Preds won... Game uh, 3, yeah. They stuck yeah. out an overtime win in Game 3. Yeah. No, did they? Yeah. yeah. Was that one overtime, overtime or two? Oh, it was I think that was a double. Yeah, that was, that was a double, double overtime. Because we were... I think they won. I, that was the here. one That, that was the here. one game of that that I missed. Uh, yeah. Um, Key players in that has been James Reimer. I mean, he's been... Reimer... And for the Canes, I'd say Peter Mrazek as well, having him in. Or James in the... Reimer is, is on Carolina, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, James Reimer, I believe he's a starter right now. Oh, yeah. Carolina. Is. Yeah, because Pekka has been the... backing up. Rene is the Nashville. Nashville goalie. Nashville. That's Nashville. No, I, I believe UC Saros has been starting. Yeah, he has. Been... Rene hasn't been playing, wasn't playing very well in the season, so they, they've been oh, wow. they've been going to Saros for the starter. I really? believe he is right oh. now. Wow. And he's not doing bad for as good of a team as Carolina was this season. He's been looking pretty solid against them. The only thing that scares me about Carolina is, you know, can you weather the storm with them? See what I did there? The only reason why I say <laughs> the only reason why I say that because they're a very young, devoted team. Carolina, yeah, and yeah, they're they're very can, young. Can you they, Aho, well, Stahl. they remind me of one of those teams where you know they're they have guns ablazing because this is their first playoff run in how long? Sebastian Aho is a freaking killer, man. Yeah. <laughs> Like he, you want to talk about young raw talent? Look, look at Sebastian Ajo. I mean, he is he is phenomenal, and, I mean, and he's only twenty-two. I think so. Who? Sebastian Ajo. Yeah. He's like twenty. He's young. He's like twenty-two, twenty-three. He's yeah. young. Yeah, he's, he's just he drafted second overall in twenty sixteen. Yep. Yeah, he yeah. was a killer. Because I believe so. it went he it went Nico Heischer and then Sebastian Ajo. 
So I guess what I'm kind of asking is with Carolina being as young as a team they are with guns and blazing, how far do you think they'll go? Uh, yeah, it just depends on how that, that young core of Sebastian Ajo, Orrin Vogel, uh, Svechkanov can actually do under pressure against, you know, a national t- team, you know, in game four on the road. So, uh, right. anyway, what's what's next series? Yeah, Tampa Bay, Florida. Battle oh of Florida. <sighs> Panthers yeah. are up 3-1. Again, going back to game Tampa. one, man. Oh, or, game one, there wasn't really any... Oh, okay. I misread it when I was looking at my phone then because it said the Panthers were up 3 1. Game one. Back, uh, there wasn't, I don't think there's anybody that really stood out in game one necessarily for either side. It was just, it was, just a, it was such game. a hard game to follow because it was just so fast paced back and forth. As soon as you looked, at, looked up from your phone, the t- team had scored another goal. And oh my God, like, that was. That series was ridiculous. It was a, a gritty match. <laughs> just kind of like today's game. Not as much, um, like, close-some. Yeah, but I, I think the one thing, assuming that he'll be out long, long, longer term, is uh, Kucherov. Yeah, that's a big loss. That's a big, big loss. He had a goal and three assists before his injury today, so. But then they also still, well, yeah, who, they lost who got Kuchy, wiped but out they the, still who have got, Stammer. Well, who got wiped out the other day due to the near the elbow to the head? Tavares. That was a Toronto Tavares. Yeah. Because that was, I, I watched a highlight of that on my lunch break at work the other day. Yeah, it kind of like was, a concussion and a, like a right leg injury. That's, well, because yeah. at first they said he, they thought he was paralyzed because he couldn't move. Yeah. Oh, they God. Sa- they said that he, he got hit twice. Yeah. Like it was, oh, really? He, yeah, got, he first got an initial head, like upper body to then his then head. Crushed, and then, but as he was falling, a, skate, a knee of another player it was hit him right in the head as well. Oh, yeah, and it's frustrating to see. I didn't, I didn't see the video of the hit. It was yeah. rough. It was very rough. It was, it was frustrating. I can show you after we're done recording here. But as, as Toronto takes a 5 to 1 lead in it, game. It was game frustrating two. to see that, like, I, I, I follow a, a Facebook NHL trash talk. If you like, that was a dirty hit. Paris should be subdued. It's like, no, it it just, just, just it was place. an unfortunate hit. Yeah. It was a very wrong, wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, yeah. it's like he was skating there. He's he tried, trying he to tried his best to try and avoid him, but like yeah. Tavares, could, just, he was already he's like almost out cold. Couldn't really control where he was falling. Yeah, and he just kind of got a second hit and, on him. It's, it's unfortunate that it happened. Yes, but like as much really, as Colin, in, coming from Colin, Colin's not the biggest fan of Corey Perry. And yeah, and, I, and I, that, I, Colin, Colin is defending him right now. That's yeah, that says something. Yeah, I I hate Corey Perry with all my fucking guts, but like. It really wasn't his fault. Yeah. It wasn't, no. Not at all. Mm. Well, I oh. guess when I was when I was listening to the, the commentators the other night, they said that at first he thought he was paralyzed because he said he couldn't feel anything. And then after about... Oh my God, that'd be god He said after about... I forget the time wait. He said after about two or three minutes after they got him on the stretcher, they gave a big thumbs yeah. up. I saw that. That I saw, I saw a screenshot yeah. of that. That's kind of like a, a big... Like, take a deep yeah. breath from Toronto I think fans. The, like, uh, he's okay. He's doing decent, you know. I think the uh, Spit and Checklets guys on Instagram uh, shared a picture of uh, John up. Tavares giving his thumbs up. And that, I knew he, I saw the article after it happened where he got demolished. Yeah. He said he said he's home recovering now. Yeah, he's, he's out of the hospital. He's like, his do- doctors are constantly watching him, making sure he's okay. I don't think, I don't think he's going to be back for it. He won't be back for the playoffs now. I think yeah, he, he'll definitely he, be gone for the rest of the playoffs. Here is a uh, tweet from John Tavares uh, directly. 
The support I felt since last night cannot be put into words. I am thankful to share that I am back home and recovering. Thank you to my family, friends, teammates, the Maple Leafs organization, Leafs Nation, and the hockey community for being by my side. I'd also like to thank both medical teams, emergency services, and everybody at St. Mike's Hospital for the exceptional care to help me get back on my feet. I look forward to when I can wear the Maple Leaf on my chest again. Until then, I'll be cheering on the boys alongside with Leaf Nation as we compete in the quest of Lord Stanley. Dude, I, I, just, I, just pulled up the, I just put up the video on YouTube if you guys haven't Brandon seen it. Brandon just saw, showed Ethan oh the video, man. It's God. It's he like got it's tough to it's and tough that was and it's that really even that wasn't even like it was a skate no. to the helmet. No, no that was uh, right yeah. to the well, face. I, I saw that live and I texted you guys and I was like, now that shit, did also, you guys see that? Now it also begs the question: Do you think next season with him taking because that obviously wasn't a light hit? No. no. Do you think next season he is, what? Because there's no way there is not a. Snowball's chance in hell he's coming back for the rest of the playoffs. No. no. There, there is very, very light weeks. chance. They're saying I, two weeks, but if it's a concussion with a leg he injury... Took the, I don't know. He took I, that boot right to the face. I like, assume, assuming Toronto actually breaks the streak of making out the first round and actually makes it to the final four, he has a chance, but at, at the moment, no. Yeah. No. With, with but Toronto in their first that's round another reason why like, this... They're going to be playing their hearts out for him. Like they're they are going they're going to push and push and win and win for I him. I definitely think he'll come back next season. He'll probably have a full bird cage on. I think yeah. he's oh, yeah. he's um, definitely. Well, the only have thing to I'm really worried cage. about the only thing I'm really worried about with him is they don't really know what the like injury is. He might have you know he might have tore a muscle. He might it might be nothing. I thought I, I'm pretty sure they confirmed it was a leg fracture. Like oh, fracture and a concussion. Yeah. Well, that's oh, that's dude. that's what I mean. If he if he has a fractured oh. leg, you know that's your bone. He's he's not he's not coming back. They they're gonna say give them some hope, but he's no, not coming he's back not to the playoffs. No, I don't even no. see with a fracture. No, abs. No, no well, not only no, but hell no. Yeah, well, and here's the thing that I'm looking at it as: being that he has a leg fracture, that's surgery. He's gonna be on he's gonna be that, on crutches or a wheelchair for at least that's two pin, or three months. That's at least pins and rods in the yeah. leg. Like no then, no questions asked. Well, and then you got to think about this. So he's probably gonna be getting a surgery. I'm assuming the next you know two weeks. I don't think he, I don't think I don't think that he needed surgery. No, he fractured leg. No, confirmed he did not need no fractured leg. It was it was not a fractured leg. No, what well, was it? So, oh okay, I was just, wrong. It was just like pulled muscle or something. Okay, which it's still still, still came with a concussion. Still, yeah. Well, plus with the concussion being, as uh, you know, if it's as bad as they say, because he got his he got his shit rocked. Yeah, he did. Dude, that was. I would go as far as saying like, in my. Nineteen years of watching hockey. That that was probably the most brutal hit that mm. I've seen. One of it was. Oh my god! Like I said, I I was watching that game the other night with Drew, my younger mm. stepbrother, and I was um. Him and I looked at each other, and we were like, "Oh my god, that just happened!" I thought he. And we had to rewind it to make sure we weren't seeing. Yeah. Anything. Well, I think the biggest part that freaked me out about that is when they went. Head. Well, is when they went to. Set him up, and you saw his eyes roll back, and he was like, "Yeah," and just went right back down. Yep. And it's like, "Oh, he's well." That's where they thought he was paralyzed. He said he couldn't feel. He's like, he, and this is brutal, and this might be too brutal for that hit. But he's lucky he ain't dead. Yeah, because I mean that was a full blown 
I mean, sprint right to well, the face. And especially the way hit like his neck snapped. You know, it came up and around and it went. Phew. You know, it's not like it he's, was. Oh, he's definitely got whiplash. And, and as, as we're talking, Toronto gets a big win in honor of Johnny T. Five to one victory. Their first playoff win versus Montreal since their cup run in '67. So, a well, big win for Toronto there in honor of honor of Tavares there. Wow. All right, going back to the East, the Penguins versus the Islanders, with the series now currently tied at two apiece. Key players in this series right now. Uh, goaltenders. Goaltenders. Varnamov versus Jaria. Yeah. Obviously, I mean, we said- Sorokin started today. Okay, well, both gold, uh, Islanders, goaltenders, and... Christian uh, mm. Jari. I mean, Jari couldn't stop a freaking beach volleyball today. Yeah, like we tried. said, yeah. Jari has not looked really well in game two and three. Game one and four, he has not looked well. As a Penguins fan, the best option for us, I say, start Casey the Smith in game five. Um, I believe he's healthy now. I'm not 100%. If not, even I'd say even go as far as starting Maxime Lagasse. Uh, keep in mind, the Smith did not make the trip to New York with Pittsburgh, so I'm assuming oh, he he's still out. Yeah, I'm assuming he's still out. Well, I mean, game five will be in Pittsburgh, though, so... Well, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But really, other than the goaltenders, really, offensively, Jeff Carter has been in the first. Jeff Carter's been doing well. And I hate, yeah, I hate it, to say, it, Cro- Crosby's got his got his get his shit going. It, he, he has not done much in these first few games. Yeah. How well will all three heads of the monsters perform with, uh, under Crosby, Malkin, and Carter? Obviously, Carter has been doing darn well. Just yeah. Malkin and Crosby need to get their shit together yeah. for that team. Yeah. I mean, luckily, they're, Carter's been helping, Russ has been helping, and then Jake has been kind of hit or miss right now. Yeah. It's been, been tough to watch, been tough to bend, be a Penguins fan this, for the series. This, this one might be going the distance and going to seven games, but we'll see. You know, I'd ass. like to see Honestly, I'd like to see it go to seven games. Yeah. I th- I, and that's just mm-hmm. for the simple fact that it's hockey, and that's high-intense hockey right mm-hmm. there. Game sevens are always killer. Yeah. And then obviously for the um, Islanders, it's been Barzell. Barzell has um, been looking really well. Uh, Matt Matt Martin, is, Matt Martin. I hate to say it, I hate the guy, but he's really he's doing a good job of getting to Crosby's head. And same with Gensel too. He's really been pushing them and really just kind of getting them off their flow and distracting them. But who knows? Maybe this might be a some sort of a dare I say a decoy from Crosby, as in play not the greatest. Through his first couple of games of the series, but then when you get to say game four, game five, game six, I really, that, now that we're coming back to Pittsburgh, I really hope that's where Crosby gets in the mindset. Hey, this we're back home now. Let's I think get the he, shit rocking. I think it will. He, I even so. not Crosby, just Malkin stepping up because like even if Malkin, Crosby's taken out, taken out, it's Malkin. Like, do we really think that's gonna happen? He hasn't played well since the seventeen cup run. I mean, uh, still, ever I mean, since then you've seen significant. Slowing down from him, and it hasn't gotten any better. It's just been getting progress- progressively slower and slower from him. Well, do you think that he or one of the older guys from Pittsburgh may retire after this year so they can get some fresh heads on the ice? I don't know, but as far as players leaving, I can see the Penguins not using a save in the expansion draft on Malkin. I can see them potentially letting him walk. Seattle is letting an open invitation to Seattle, mm-hmm. saying, "Hey, take him. We don't need him." <laughs> the only thing that scares me about that is a lot of times players that you know don't perform well, they go off to a new team and they're all of a sudden all stars. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. he if Malkin goes to uh, Seattle. Seattle, it's gonna be one of those things where he's gonna be the veteran. 
of he'll be he's one, gonna he'll be one, one of, of the big guys. Yeah. He's gonna be one of the big kind guys. Kind of like Flurry is with Vegas. Exactly. And how I'm looking at it, everyone's gonna look up to him. And I think that if that does happen, he's gonna get that fire under his ass that he's needed the last three, four years, and he's gonna do outstanding. So and also, do, gonna... do we see them taking somebody as old and slow as he is now? Well, It'll I can honestly. They I might can. take him for the sole aspect of experience. he's a veteran and experience. Well, and the only other thing I can see them taking him maybe for a season two max, and then he would retire. I, as I see him crappy. maybe pull if he goes to Seattle. I see him maybe kind of pulling like a Zidane Chara, where he signs a one year. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. that's oh, what I mean. Yeah. I just imagine. Can mean. you imagine him retiring and calling himself the yeah, I'm a crackhead? <laughs> retiring, retiring as a crackhead. I wonder if that's what they're gonna call their fans. Crackheads. Crack <laughs> We're like diehard fans. All right, moving on to the final series. Probably the most exciting one to watch, other than the Florida Tampa Bay, is Boston and Washington. Uh, well, one major milestone, I'll bring it up now before we talk. Uh, Tuka Rask, with his win the other night, um, solely moves into first place for most career playoff wins in Boston <laughs> Bruins history with 54. Jeez. Awesome. So. Awesome, awesome for Tuka Rask, man. Tuka! I've never had anything against the guy. Honestly, I'd consider him one of my top three favorite goalies in the league. Oh, yeah. He's an amazing, amazing goaltender. I mean, yeah, you can. a lot of people hate him. We know somebody that hates him. We're not going to put it out there, but he's like, oh, he turned his back on the team last year. You know, terrible person, but he had, he went, he had to go take care of family. He wanted to be home, make sure his family was safe with the pandemic. And I can see that. He, nothing but respect for him there. I can I can see that was probably the main reason why Boston didn't perform well last year in the qualifiers in the. Uh, I would go as far as saying he's probably round. top three favorite goalies for me. Yeah, my favorite. three my three being Tuca, uh, Vassy, and Price. Mm-hmm. Yeah, without question. Yeah, he's Rossi's been one of the number one difference makers in that series. Oh, yeah. Um, you can say Ovechkin for a bad or a bad end. Like he hasn't been performing that well in this series so far. As, mu- as well as he did qu- in the regular kind of season. He's been quiet. He's been, been very quiet. Mm-hmm. Really, been... One of the only standouts for Washington so far has been TJ Oshie. He's been doing pretty well. Yeah. I mean, he, he got the the primary assist on the overtime winner in game one. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, he's got, got a couple points here and there, but nothing, nothing yeah. really notable for the for the Washington end. But that's they're still... That, no, but, not really money. But they're has. still doing well, though. <laughs> but that's, again, because they got guys like Dmitry Orlov and they got Nick... Chara. Ba- Chara and Nick Backstrom. It's as just well. their goaltenders kind of. Yeah, Samsonov was, was struggling and he went down and then Craig Anderson came in and, you know, without he hasn't hadn't played a game of hockey in almost a year. So, I mean, he was he was struggling a little bit, but he still played well for not playing for a while. Definitely yeah, looked decent. decent. Yeah. I think that's the big key. He piece definitely did. Wasn't is, the worst. Oh, yeah. It's not so much their defense or offense, it's more their goaltenders um, where they are trying to figure out with, their, with all of them being. Being not healthy or healthy, yeah. mm-hmm. but but definitely Boston has um been the key key factor. This, yeah, with, yeah, with everyone on their side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, and that's it for week nineteen. Holy shit, it's week nineteen. <laughs> Next week Woo! will be five months of doing this. Yeah, again, five, almost five months in, just shy of five months in. You know, social media, guys. I say this every week. You know, what the fuck are you doing? 
Same old, same old line. Hey, same is, old results. That is your nineteenth time saying it. it. I mean, we'll see what happens because next time we'll be twenty. Yeah. Get get the buck with it, guys. Come on. Come on. All right, see you guys. Woo! Yeah.